0: That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage
1: Radio Network. HRN is food radio supported by you. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org.
2: help keep nonprofit Food Radio on the air, and get a limited-release HRN t-shirt designed by artist Chema Scandal. When you become an HRN member or renew your existing membership at the $90 level, you'll receive a shirt created exclusively for members as our thank-you gift. Don't wait, because this limited-edition t-shirt is only available until December 31st. Go to heritageradionetwork.org donate to support HRN at any level. There's more swag and benefits available for any tax-deductible donation. You can even get your company on the HRN airwaves as a perk of our business membership program. Head to heritageradionetwork.org donate. Bank. I am Chao Periwan. And I'm Ryan Acock the cocktail
1: MD. And this is Agave Road Trip, the award-winning Gringex bartender podcast, the podcast for Gringex bartenders that help them better understand <laughs> agave, agave spirits, and rural Mexico, award-winning critically acclaimed. Hey, Dr. Ryan Acock. Hi, welcome back. <laughs> so um, uh, when I worked at Rogue Ales, we used to have a coffee stout that we called Wide Awake Drunk.
3: What I uh-huh. love, I, and
1: was that made with coffee? It was made with coffee, and then obviously with uh, with malt, uh, malt extract. Really, I think. Um, so it had alcohol, and it had caffeine. And how bitter
2: was that? If it had both coffee and it was from Rogue Ale.
1: Well, yes, it was. That's a very good point. It was extremely bitter, uh, but not as bitter as as Jack was, the owner. But there you go. It was bitter. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, so I'm, I'm curious when we called it wide awake drunk, did that, yes. did that actually do the job? I mean, obviously we know you drink enough of it, you get drunk, but when you mix the caffeine in with the alcohol, mm. does it still wake you up? Cause isn't alcohol a depressant?
2: Yes. Alcohol is definitely a depressant. And you had me on sometime before where we talked about caffeine, how caffeine looks a lot like adenosine and adenosine is a chemical that tells your brain you need to go to sleep because you're tired. And then when you take caffeine, it blocks that effect. And so your brain never gets the I'm tired effect. It it thinks it's more awake than it really is. And so there have been a plethora of drinks out there. So your example from Rogue Ale or Red Bull and Vodka would be an example of trying to mix caffeine and alcohol and seeing what the effect of that is. And our friends at Four Loco? Yes. And Four Loco would be probably the biggest offender of hey, mixing hey, caffeine. Hey, 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 hey,
3: hey, hey. Yeah, we do not <laughs> we talk that about word Four is, Loko. Yeah.
2: We, well, and we don't say offender. That's uh, that's a judgment <laughs> call, right? <Ryan. laughs> yeah. Well, it's also the FDA's judgment call too. So, right. So Four Loco came out in, know? in the early 2000s and it mixed caffeine and alcohol. And it was, it was essentially marketed at teenagers. Let's be honest here. It was hey, supposed to be no, consumed by people over 21. No, but was, you're going to get, hey, he's my friend. <laughs> we don't do that. Not to my friends, my enemies for sure. Anyway. Sure. Right. So there was, so there's this thought of, can I take, alcohol and caffeine and use it as a pick-me-up yeah. and that is not at all true if that were true you could drink irish coffee and use that as a pick-me-up and clearly that's not the case but
3: but, 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 but you know like anecdotically speaking uh you know are you familiar with the carajillo
2: no what is that
3: like it's so funny for me that the carajillo hasn't taken over the american market do uh, you know what that is, and right, The Salsa matcha. No, I don't. I thought the Carajillo was one of those cartels down in Michoacan. Oh, it's, come on, Lou. It's that, that, taking <laughs> over all of the avocado <laughs> trade, no? That, that'll be a really interesting uh, gang name. Uh, like, you know, if I ever get into the business, I'm definitely considering it. But no, the Carajillo, <laughs> it's, uh, it's actually, I think when I was like 16, 17, that, that was like the coolest move you could, you could do at a bar. So it was basically... uh. Uh, licor del 43 so like a super sweet liquor liquor 43 is that liquor Liquor 43 43? okay yeah are you familiar with that oh no yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah, we call it liquor 43 okay cool so no 43 and then you um you you put an espresso in it i actually remember that i made my parents buy me an espresso machine and i bought a bottle of licor del 43 when i was 17 hang on a second
1: hang on a second you are well, contradicting yourself. You told me you stopped drinking when you were 15.
3: Yeah, and then I came back uh, at it when I was 17. Oh, oh, okay, <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all I'm saying is that, that uh, you know, like right now, martini espressos are the coolest thing people are ordering. But here in Mexico, it's been the carajillo always. And we usually, well, like the specific use of the carajillo is after you had a large meal you, uh, here we also have something we call the pork's disease, el mal del puerco. So, it's, <laughs> are you familiar with that, Ryan? Do you have no, any no, Mexicans? Well, keep going. Let, tell me all about this. <laughs> any Mexicans that come to you talking about this, uh, you have a large meal and you feel like a pork and you want to have a nap. So, our <laughs> cure against the pork's disease is the carajillo. And it works, I have to say, this combination of a uh, uh like mild alcohol sweet alcohol and coffee has uh has made me a functional human for a day that seemed already lost
2: yes so you think so, <laughs> so i think right all right so let's let's talk about what caffeine does so we talk about what it does on the brain but what does it really do to you as a person so <laughs> yeah. we've known for centuries that caffeine makes people more awake and that's why tea and coffee have been so popular throughout everywhere they've touched china and england and france and so forth so then we have to ask the question, well, is there a true benefit to caffeine? And and yeah, maybe there is a true benefit. So back in the late 90s, early 2000s, there were a, ser- a series of exercise articles that came out looking at athletes taking a little bit of caffeine and then performing better. And that's where we get the idea of pre-workout. And so that's what people still do to this day is they'll essentially take caffeine and then go to the gym, hoping that they'll perform better. And, and they may, they may, but there's also... Certain side effects for caffeine that may make that pre-workout more unpleasant than you would hope for, and then we, so okay, so it can make you perform better. Well, can it make you live longer? And again, maybe. maybe. Hey, mm-hmm. there was a study that followed coffee drinkers and looked at people who consumed two to three cups of coffee a day had decreased death rates from both heart attacks as well as huh. colon cancer. Yeah, and we and we use caffeine medically. So this is how Excedrin works. If you have a migraine headache, you can combine caffeine with things like. Tylenol. And that can help you with your headache. So absolutely, there are some medicinal benefits from using caffeine. But then there are all the drawbacks. So you think about things like jitteriness, or if you've ever consumed too much caffeine, how you can feel like your blood pressure is rising. Or in higher doses, you can have heart arrhythmias. And there are a couple of case reports of people consuming so much caffeine that they've died from it. No. Now you're talking 10 no. grams of caffeine, so that's like 100 cups of coffee. So you have to really work at it if you want to overdose and die from well, well, caffeine. But, but it I is can't. possible.
3: But you, you will be puking before you can die, like after the 25th, no? The only reason I'm going
1: to push back against that is as we start talking about this, I I Googled um, the, the, the most caffeinated drinks and i'm seeing something called dynapep that at 0.14 fluid ounces has 714.3 um uh, milligrams per fluid ounce of caffeine so good lord right and that's and that compared to monster right just to to give us a right some equilibrium here is 10 milligrams per fluid ounce. So it's literally, it's literally almost 72 times more
3: caffeinated monster than Monster. And Monster like hits me like a truck. I get such judgmental looks every time I, I get Monster in rural Mexico. Like every every time get,
1: like, you've never joined me on a monster trip.
3: Well, uh, now that I've been driving, I, I like I, I need to drink monster and uh, I've, I've been judged aggressively by the older authorities of the towns that I visit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so let me ask you this, Ryan. Um, it, yeah. and if I'm diverting from where you wanted to talk, <laughs> hey, apologies up front, but that's who I am. So uh, Chava was recently here in Chicago. And uh, he needs his coffee in the morning, but it can't be coffee. It has to be espresso. And when he, he drinks the cold coffee, it's not cold brew, but it's a, um, uh, it's, it's a refrigerated uh, uh, brewed coffee from our friends at Dark Matter. He gets jittery in a way that he doesn't when he drinks the espresso.
2: Hmm, interesting. I, so I'm not sure how much caffeine is in any of those. Right, obviously but you. could I know, know, I know,
3: I know, I know. Yeah. Actually, espresso against all odds is the less caffeinated possible ca- coffee drink,
1: aside from a okay. decaf
3: coffee, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, but who drinks decaf coffee? Come on, Lou. Connie. Uh, so yeah, like so, <laughs> if you if you want to have the least amount of caffeine in a drink that you can buy at the coffee store, is espresso. I, or I a decaf the, coffee. Or a decaf coffee. Oh, I, I think. <laughs> or a bottle one, of water. Oh come on, well, or an
1: like, orange juice. What about like matcha compared to coffee? But so, but 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 anyway, I'm now now I'm diverting from my diversion. But I guess the the so that you're saying Java that the reason that the uh, that the cold coffee affects you is because it's literally more caffeine, not different si- caffeine,
3: significantly more caffeine.
1: Oh, I thought you were
3: saying it was a different kind of caffeine. No, it's significant. But actually, that's a great question, Ryan, and I don't know if anybody has ever made this study but uh, I just anecdotically has happened to me a few times. If I have very high quality coffee, even if I have the same amount in a coffee that it's just uh, I'm not gonna give names but you know bad. Uh, for some reason a better coffee, it's usually a more mellow experience. Like, it doesn't feel as aggressive as uh, as the Cherry Bowl coffee that, that that it's inexpensive, but it, it
2: makes me feel all crazy. Does that have any legs on it? I don't know. So, again, you're probably getting back to more to how much caffeine yeah. is in there. So, Chava, you you've mentioned kind of jitteriness before. Like, I overdosed on caffeine once in college, and it was a horrible <laughs> experience because caffeine not only does things like make you feel jittery and make you awake when you want to finally go to sleep, but it also is a vasoconstrictor. And so there'd be times I'd be sitting in class and my hand would fall asleep and I'd have to kind of shake it out to get the blood flow going. Yeah, so... That was the only time I've truly overdosed on caffeine, and it was quite awful, and so I don't do that anymore. Whoa, but hang did you, did on, you hang overdose?
3: on. Yeah, yeah, we need more details about this.
2: What does
1: that mean? What? It, like, Is it just your hand that it does
2: that to? Or are there other parts of your body that c- cut off from blood? No, that was that was my hand, and it'd be crazy. I'd be walking <laughs> on campus, and my arm would fall asleep while I'm walking, and so no. I'd have to like shake it back out to see if I can get some more. Caffeine also does what's called, it lowers your action potential your threshold for throwing in what's called an action potential. So that means that you sense things more readily than you normally would. And so for things like looking through a microscope where you have light hitting your eyes at that point, the light from the microscope was just blinding and painful. And I'd have to crank down the light on it as much as I could and put on a filter just to, to try to keep so much light from coming through a microscope just because I was so overly sensitive to light. So there are lots of bad effects from overdosing on caffeine and And so, in my own practice, so I've seen a nurse get atrial fibrillation, which is a heart arrhythmia from taking too much pre workout and then not working out. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Yeah. So, definitely there are are bad things that can come from drinking too much coffee or caffeine. But does it,
3: is it, you know, like, does it get better, worse? What happens when you? Mix it with alcohol, which I think this, that's the whole point about this episode. Like, okay, yeah. So let's get but, back to the, the initial yeah.
2: purpose of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so right. what, what happens with the
3: carajillo, with the espresso martini, with all these drinks that that try to mix those things together?
2: Yeah. So there was this study that Red Bull sponsored a several years ago in Australia that asked that very question of: Could someone drink vodka? perform differently than someone who consumed vodka plus Red Bull and it was really interesting the way that the the researchers put this together so if they wanted someone to have a placebo with no vodka in it they just put a little bit of vodka on the lip of the glass so that someone would get that burn of the alcohol but not actually know that they're consuming. Vodka, And likewise, they would take the the Red Bull flavoring, but none of the caffeine, and then add it to a vodka drink. So someone thinks that they're consuming Red Bull, when really it's just some flavoring with their vodka. And so they went through all these different arms and looked at different scenarios, and they found that people who consumed Red Bull plus vodka did no better than vodka alone. And so it seems that the caffeine did not improve performance. It's just that people thought they were more performant doing better and that was a different study. So it so in Taiwan there was a group that took caffeine plus alcohol comparing it to alcohol alone and the two groups had no difference in performance. They still performed terribly because they were drunk. Oh. But they asked <laughs> the caffeine group how do you think you did and the caffeine group said I did better. Because what caffeine really did is it made people think they were performing better, whereas people who were drunk on alcohol alone knew that they were drunk and knew that they weren't going to perform very well. And so that's what makes caffeine and alcohol such a dangerous combination is that you think you're more awake and you think that you're, you're doing better and you're really not. You're still going to fall down drunk or you're still going to cause a car accident if you get behind the wheel of a vehicle.
1: Do you, do you know what the performance was that they were tested in?
2: Yeah, so these are psychomotor performances, so things like questionnaires, or can I uh, can I move a certain way fast enough, and so forth. So it, it was just things like movement, or how accurate am I on a certain question. Huh. So you're still going to perform poorly because you have alcohol on board, and caffeine's not going to overtake that. And that's where we get back to Four loco. <laughs> so Four Loco came out as this caffeinated, supercharged beverage that also had alcohol in it. And... Teenagers were the primary consumers of this, and so there oh, were, hang on a second.
1: Well, you are you are making an assumption that you cannot support
2: anyway. Fine. Th- teenagers were the primary consumer of medical services after they would consume this. <laughs> okay, I'll accept
1: that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and so we had lots of cases of teenagers and young college students getting injured as a result of taking four loco and thinking they were performing better than they were and really they were just drunk. And so that's <laughs> Man, and So that, that is why it's absolutely
3: terrifying, Ryan. Like again yeah. like like it is ah. I
1: I'll, I'll tell you though what makes me want to do our own version of the test. And this is where I was going when I asked what the test was. It makes me want to do our own yeah. version of the test but at a place where we can get people into bumper cars.
2: <laughs> well so and that makes me think that people would get into accidents in their bumper cars but then they'd get out of the car and be like what are you doing hitting me and then start fighting each other yeah oh yeah like, maybe
1: we don't want to sponsor that
3: and and you already know way too many overconfident people in your life lou so i think that will just make it worse well, overconfident you know. gringos in bumper cars, drunk and caffeinated. No, thank you very much.
1: God, That sounds like the title for a documentary that I want to watch. <laughs> yeah.
2: So all this came to a head in 2010 when the Food and Drug Administration banned alcoholic beverages from having caffeine in them. So Four Loco no longer has caffeine in it. Wait, what? A... Yeah. Yeah.
1: No. So yes. I think that's uh, wrong. Hang on, I'm gonna have to just some googling. You, do you still Fine. feel
3: confident when you're drinking your first local? Loo? That's why well, you it's, think it's, that's wrong. It's not you know, that, that's that I a think... placebo effect. Well, that's the reason the reason
1: t- that I think that that is not accurate is because I've got um, uh, I've got some alcohol. Like i I've got this Ch Distillery does this great. Uh, well, I've got beers with uh, with ca- with coffee in them. Like I've got I've got alcohol that has caffeine in it. Ch Distillery did a vodka that they did with our friends at um, uh, uh, at Dark Matter Coffee that, without question, has coffee and caffeine in it. And in fact, they had to they put they put a version into bottles and it had too much caffeine, and so they had to change it so that it had it had the legal amount of caffeine.
2: So- is so this all after 2010, though? Yeah. I mean, how yeah, yeah, old yeah. are these bottles that you're holding on no, to? No, no,
1: no. After 2010.
2: Yeah. Hang
1: on a second. Let me just... God, I, you know what? I'm going to run upstairs. You guys keep talking. I'm going to no, run upstairs no, no, and no, grab no, but, my bottle of Four loco, I, I, my can of Four loco, because I know I've got at least <laughs> that, one,
3: because um, I'm pretty sure it still has caffeine. You <laughs> keep talking. I'll be <laughs> so right back. Great. But do you think that it might just have been for Archie
2: no so th- right it's it's for canned beverages that or bottled beverages essentially so you cannot sell caffeine with alcohol to a consumer directly but that doesn't preclude bars from mixing them so you're still going to have bars making espresso martinis or red bull and vodka so that's one way around the ban of having it's caffeine, caffeine and, al- and alcohol together
3: but but to to this point maybe it's also that maybe it's in a certain concentration of alcohol Maybe like there's a threshold or something because yeah, like I'm I'm also thinking you know I w- I was judging in a competition and there were a bunch of RTDs that have caffeine and alcohol in them yeah
2: and, and so you have to be careful of that of just saying like well these these exist. Okay, I'm sure they exist, but the manufacturer may not know that they're running a foul of the Food and Drug Administration. Which yeah, Which, Well, but
1: yeah. Well, hang on. So you're you're 100% right. This 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 uh for Loco USA, Loco USA doesn't have any caffeine in it, but I've certainly yeah. got I've got dozens
3: of beers that have yeah, caffeine. Yeah, but Maybe you we want to censor the names of everybody
2: just yeah. mentioned before. <laughs> Well, no, because they have to pass
1: through the FDA in order to make it to market.
2: Why? The FDA doesn't go and evaluate all these. These aren't medical manufacturing plants that have to get a seal of approval. But it's food. So? Who cares? The FDA does not expect everybody who releases food or beer. To, (laughs) They're breaking your heart. So someone might be releasing something that they don't know is technically illegal.
3: Roy... Please censor every name that Lou mentioned before. <laughs> no, no, Roy. We'll let you. About... Don't do
1: that until I send you an actual text message. I'm not buying this. I like. I'm. I'm not buying it specifically because Ch Distillery released that vodka. The caffeine amount was too high, and they had to change it to bring it to market. So there's something else going on here. Well, we don't know. I'm so confused. We don't... And okay, so but so let's assume that that is illegal, right? Yeah, so it's illegal to put it in a package as a product, right, but then
3: I can go to a bar and I can order I can yes. order an Irish coffee, that, that, that was exactly what we we're talking about when you were not here,
1: oh, okay, so i'll I'll just
3: listen to the episode <laughs> <laughs> no, but that that's true, yeah, like they can prepare it for you at your bar of preference. Oh, that's so weird.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, did we did we hit all the points in, in the script that you wrote for
0: us?
3: Sure. Sort of, kind of. But uh, I think <laughs> I think we were a lot better than the other episodes. So Ryan, again, full apologies. Thank you for making this happen for us. Lou, go drink your for local. Adios, <laughs> <laughs> Hasta
1: pronto. Bye, right. everybody.